Greetings in the name of Christ Jesus and welcome to the pastor's study. Over the next several weeks, I'm going to take the book of Ephesians and starting off with an introduction, I will go over each chapter of the book in separate episodes to give you an overview of what the book of Ephesians is about and what each chapter was about and why the letter was being written to the church at Ephesus. In our introduction today, we're going to get to know the book of Ephesians a little better, understand some of the backstory about it, how this book come into being, and then how this book went from where Paul wrote it in Rome to the church at Ephesus. The book of Ephesians was written 30 years after the cross of Christ, and it was written by Paul, who was in prison in Rome. And it was written around 60 to 62 AD. The city of Ephesus was a capital of the Roman province of Asia in Asia Minor or modern day Turkey. It's an interesting to note that Ephesus was not on some early manuscript, so some believe that it was intended to be read and passed along to other churches in Asia Minor, but that it was sent to Ephesus first. The letter to the Ephesians is grouped with Philippians, Colossians, and Philemon, and they are collectively known as the prison epistles. Now, Ephesians was thought to be composed at the same time as Colossians and sent with Colossians and Philemon from Rome by Tychicus, and then it was brought into Ephesus by Priscilla and Aquila. Now, Ephesus was located at the mouth of the Caister River, the east side of the Aegean Sea, it was known, the city of Ephesus, for the Temple of Artemis, which was one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. It was an epicenter of politics, education, and business. It ranked with Alexandria in Egypt and Antioch of Poseidon in southern Asia Minor for its size and the, the activity going on within it. The church at Ephesus was started by Priscilla and Aquila, but it was firmly established by Paul during his third missionary journey. Paul would stay and he would pastor the church for three years before he handed the reins of it over to Timothy, who is the author of, or who is the recipient of First and Second Timothy. Timothy would then pastor the church for a year and a half, mostly to stand against the false teachings involving influential men of the church. These men, two of them were Hymenaeus and Alexander, were probably elders in the church. And this church is mentioned, the church at Ephesus, in 1 Timothy, where, because of these men, Hymenaeus and Alexander, the church was plagued by myths and endless genealogies, they were also trying to forbid marriage, and they were trying to teach the congregation to not eat certain foods, which was against the teachings of Scripture. These uh, false teachers didn't understand Scripture, but that didn't stop them from pushing their false teachings with a great amount of confidence. These men had decided that what they were teaching was it. And it didn't matter what Paul or Timothy or even Priscilla and Aquila said, 
this was the gospel truth that they were presenting, and it simply was not. So Timothy was there for a year and a half as pastor to um, stand against this false teaching and try to right the church back in the, the right direction. Due to this, the church was giving rise to speculation rather than furthering the administration of God, which was wrote in 1 Timothy, this administration of God was is by faith. It's interesting also to note that 30 years later, John wrote in Revelation regarding the church at Ephesus a warning that was given by Jesus Christ. And this reads, To the angel of the church in Ephesus write, the one who holds the seven stars in his right hand, the one who walks among the seven golden lampstands, say this, I know your deeds and your toil and perseverance, and that you cannot tolerate evil men, and you put to the test those who call themselves apostles, and they are not, and you found them to be false, and you have perseverance, and have endured for my name's sake, and have not grown weary. But I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Therefore remember, from where you have fallen, and repent, and do the deeds you did at first, or else I am coming to you, and will remove your lampstand out of its place, unless you repent. Yet this you do have, that you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Amen. So there's a little back history of the church and the the characters and the players that helped bring us to this point of needing a letter from Paul that's addressing the issues within the church. Now the big thing to think on during all of this is this thing, one thing here, that all of this that was going on, everything that we'll learn in the coming weeks that was happening at the church in Ephesus was less was less than 60 years after Jesus Christ disrupted the world with his first coming. It was less than 60 years after Jesus Christ was nailed to the cross, died, resurrected, and 40 days later ascended into heaven. Less than 60 years since the resurrection and the beginning of the church. A mere 60 years. To the young ones, it seems like a long time. To some of us that are getting close to 60, it's not that long at all. So what we really see in here is that despite Christ dying, not even a century before, that so quickly with this human intervention, the true gospel and the two true teachings of scripture are being swayed and have been swayed into blasphemy and false teaching. So now we have the history of the church, why it come about, and it'll be on to chapter one for our next installment. Have a blessed day.